My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Let us punish the guilty. Let us reward the innocent. My friend, can your heart stand the shocking facts about... Bloody Valentine. I'm Rich, and I'm here with Carolyn. Hi. And we just watched Steel Magnolias. Why'd you say it like it was a question? We did. We, we did. watched it. We watched it. I injured my thumb with a pair of scissors before the podcast. So no, taking copious amounts of notes was a challenge. It made me bleed my own blood. <laughs> yeah, but I gave you a finger condom to make it better. I did wear a finger condom because it was the only way I could type on my phone. I've bled for you. We turn off the AC for better sound quality. The high today, 90 degrees. I've sweat for you. We watched Marley and me, and let's be honest, this. I've cried for you. Blood, sweat, and tears. Never let it be said that I don't put my blood, sweat, and tears into this podcast. You cried today. I know. A little bit. One giant tear. Yes, just one but it was a tear. We'll get to all that eventually. The funniest movie that will make you cry. I'm not sure about that statement. I don't know if this is the funniest movie that has made me cry. It was pretty funny though, right? It was funny, yes. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping the episode is more funny and it doesn't make people cry. But I doubt it. You think we won't be funny, or you think we'll make people cry? I think we'll make people cry because we're so fucking mean. Yeah, right. So we shall start off with the cast. Sally Field stars as Malin Eatonton. We all know Sally, Mrs. Doubtfire, Forrest Gump, Smokey and the Bandit, The Amazing Spider-Man, and another fucking tearjerker, Homeward Bound. She's awesome. Yeah, she is awesome. She plays like a mom. Mm Mm-hmm better than anyone in the world she's like america's mom and reginald vell johnson is america's dad carl winslow Mm -hmm. julia roberts is shelby again we all know julia roberts pretty woman notting hill aaron brockovich runaway bride my best friend's wedding the ocean series and one of my favorite nostalgia flicks that always reminds me of my grandmother hook so many of those are on my list rom-com revenge movies so many of her movies involve weddings yeah was there was there a wedding in pretty woman did she end up marrying richard Girinette? i don't remember it's been a very long time since i've seen pretty woman i think she marries him at the end doesn't she i don't remember if she doesn't marry him in that movie she eventually gets around to it and runaway bride yeah so <laughs> we could say that they're in the same universe yeah Maybe yeah. Richard Gere had some sort of head injury and forgot about her, <laughs> and they rekindled. She went to start a new life away from being a hooker, mm-hmm. but couldn't. But yeah. could not could not get away from Richard Gere. So yes, Pretty Woman, Runaway Bride, same cinematic universe. Shirley MacLaine is how, how do we say her name? 
Weezer. 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 Yeah, Weezer. It's hard for me to pronounce, like, to look at it and remember it because it's like, wee wee, sir. That's like how I'm trying to remember it. Then, because that's how it's spelled. Why didn't you just type it like, like the band? Like Weezer. I should have just typed it, but then I would have been singing like Buddy Holly or something every single time. Yeah, well, you still will now. Yeah, thanks a lot. These fucking names in this movie are ridiculous. Well, it was the 80s. Yeah, I guess. And the middle of nowhere, like Louisiana or some shit. Yeah. Shirley is probably most well known for this, Shirley MacLaine. She was in Terms of Endearment, Around the World in 80 Days, and she can currently be seen on Downton Abbey, which seems like something we should probably be watching. Okay. Downton Abbey, like, it seems like pretentious and old timey and fun ish didn't start it seems right we haven't up. started a series in a while it seems that like we don't ever finish it seems like a we finished series as like two game of thrones big bang theory yep arguably um bridgerton it's not over but we're caught up on it i'm like torn between starting a series of a show that's over and starting a series of a show that's in progress so we can get caught up and then have a break. And then when it comes out, we're excited for it again. It's hard with something like Supernatural when the shit's all done. Yeah. And I'm like, I cannot believe there is still another season. I've been watching this for two fucking years. And mm-hmm. they're, like, how are there 15 seasons? Lastly, our queen, Dolly Parton. Nine to five, best little whorehouse in Texas, Nomeo and Juliet. Some of her film roles. Obviously, though, she is best known for her music. What's your favorite Dolly Parton song? Probably why to come in here looking like that. Mine is Jolene. Ugh. And nine to five. And I will always love you, like by Whitney Houston. Do you know the song that I just said? Uh, if you sang it, I probably would. I ain't singing on the podcast. Then I probably won't know it. I'll it's hard. I'll sing it later. It's hard. Like songs like Dolly Parton songs or country songs like that. I'm more likely to know the words than the title of the song. She had 25 number one country hits. She's amazing. The most of any woman. And she is basically the coolest person in America somehow. Mm-hmm. She's really fucking cool. And huge boobs. And very generous. Yes, very generous. So you know it's a great cast when you're just going to gloss over Olympia Dukakis, Daryl Hannah, Dylan McDermott, Sam Shepard, and Tom Skerritt. Yes, well, all... This was a ladies' movie. Yeah, but I mean, some of those are ladies. Olympia Dukakis and Daryl Hannah oh, are women. Sorry, but I mean, those are all names. They're not nobody. Yeah, and I don't have time to fucking talk about all of them because it would be the entire podcast. It was a good cast. It was. It was a very, very good cast. And by the budget, they got them all at the right time. So on to the movie. We start with a girl walking down the street, kids biking. This is standard suburban American bliss. This is the small town dream. Of every fucking baby boomer. Yep, they're all saying good morning. Yep. This is every baby boomer's childhood that they supposedly had. And just by me describing it like that, it embodies the entire opening credit scene and everybody can just picture it. Whether you've seen the movie or not, you fucking get it. Mm-hmm. The Walking Girl was a Nell, another awesome name. A Nell, not a real name. There's some kind of party going on. Shelby is having fingernail problems. She's going full Bridezilla right now. Which I guess is understandable. It's got to be a very stressful day, even though it's supposed to be the happiest day of your life. Mm-hmm. Malin, is it Malin or Mylin? Malin. Malin. Malin is freaking about broken champagne glasses. 
Someone is firing a gun in a tree. This is fucking chaos. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool though. Mm-hmm. I'd like, I'd love to have like people in my life all over the place doing chaos like that for special occasions. So do you want to go to the family reunion with me? I can't. I have to work. Or no, I have to stay here and watch the kids. Yeah, you don't have to work. Yeah, I don't have to work. Because I imagine it's going to be something like that, but not as fancy. Yeah. But just as chaotic. I, I, I do dig chaos. And just as country. Yes, it will be as country. I've seen pictures of your new cousins. It will be <laughs> extraordinarily country. I would not fit in. Better that I do not go, frankly. Right. I might not make it back. You can chameleon your way in. To yeah, these I'm going to bring lives. my overalls. Yeah. They would look at me and be like, what is this thing? What? Look at look at this damn Yankee. No, damn Yankees, stay. You're just a Yankee. Oh, uh, look at this. You're just Yankee. visiting. So Anel knocks on a door and we get Truvy, a.k.a. Dolly Parton. Anel is a hairdresser. Miss Truvy is too. Anel got herself a job. She is a glamour technician. Mm-hmm. I like when people um, fancy up the job title. I was a sandwich artist when I worked at Subway. That's better than um, whatever the fuck they would call you. Sandwich maker? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, sandwich maker, sandwich artist is better. I like Anel. She's a gossip. Um, she's not a gossip, I guess. Truvy's a gossip. Oh, yeah. She's the gossip. Clarice showed up. She, too, a gossip. This is a perfect representation of Southern hospitality, all mm-hmm. gossip behind a facade of niceness. Uh-huh. All these people have said, bless bless your heart. Mm-hmm. And sugar, oh, sugar, in that sort of way. Mm-hmm. This is a great representation. Except yeah, these like pe- when I call my best friend. These people are arguably all nice. We're nice, but mm-hmm. we do talk shit the whole time. Mm-hmm. You're nice. Both of you are very nice. And this motherfucker is still shooting the trees. This guy is shooting the trees with mm-hmm. a pistol to get rid of the birds. Jackson, the husband, the bee, has snuck into the house to make sure Shelby is going to marry him. Um, Richard Gere would agree. This you got to. Yeah, you got to make gotta, sure. You got to stay on her. Mm-hmm. You got you to gotta push it a little bit. We still doing this? We still doing this? Mm-hmm. Time to go to Truvy's and get Shelby's hair done. They had to go out the back door. Yeah, because Weezer was there. She's at the front door. She's apparently a crazy person. In the beginning of this movie, they sort of position her as like this crazy outcast lady. Mm -hmm. But she's really not. No, she's She's part of them. She just annoys the fuck out of them. Yeah, she's not like, like in this, you'd think she's like a bag lady, like the town hero weirdo. Mm -hmm. And she's just kind of like blunt. Yeah. But she's not. She's not like an outcast. She's part of this social circle. Yeah. But in the beginning, they sure don't make it seem that way. Right. Which is why I was stunned when she like just well, walked into the house. Well, you can only take Weezer, you know, so, when you're ready. Only so much of her. Yes. Not unlike your mother, honestly. Not unlike me. Not. I, I can take you all the time. D- d- but a lot of people can't. Okay. I'm not going to say you get it from your mother or anything like that. Because <laughs> you don't want to die. Yeah, I want to finish the podcast. <laughs> I'd like to go on vacation. Um, after that, maybe we can arrange some death for me, but I'd like to get this shit out of the way. All right. Yeah, I don't want to do the whole drive myself. Anu is, Anel is doing Malin's hair. Big job for her first cut. They really threw her to the fucking wolves, the mother yeah, of the bride. mother of the bride. This mother and daughter duo seemingly can barely stand each other, too. 
until it comes to the groom's cake. They both absolutely hate it. Did you like the way they said armadillo? Yeah, armadillo. Because it's apparently an armadillo made out of red velvet cake. Yeah. Which is kind of morbid. But this is a horror podcast. I'm into it. She also she also talks about fucking in front of her mom. Yeah. Like that was that was uncomfortable. She didn't say fuck. She said they did things that embarrassed the fish. Frighten the fish. So like I don't know what kind of kinks you have to have to frighten fish cuz fish don't even know anything. They're fucking stupid. That's rude. To dolphins who? are very smart. There ain't no fish. dolphins where they went skinny dipping, I'd imagine. Judging by the locale, they probably went skinny dipping in a fucking swamp. You're so judgmental. Shelby does not seem to want to get married. She's like freaking out. And right now I'm like, oh, she's having a panic attack. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Turns out she's just diabetic. Apparently she can't have children because she's diabetic. She shouldn't. I didn't know this was a thing. Diabetics shouldn't have children. Well... Diabetics can have children, but Obviously. it puts a big strain on their bodies. But also, because you're diabetic, you're gonna your baby's gonna be big. Like you'll ha- have gestational diabetes because you already just have diabetes, yes. and you'll end up growing like a gigantic baby, and you'll ha- probably have to have the baby early because of that. Your baby's gonna have like hypoglycemic issues when they're born. You're you're a um, veteran of gestational diabetes, aren't you? No, I never had just. I thought you diabetes. did with Shane. No. Huh. No, with our once. with uh, Jackson, I had to do the three hour gestational diabetes test because I accidentally ate um, macaroni and cheese before my first one, and I failed oh. the glucose test. But I went back and did the three hour test and just knitted the whole time and didn't maybe that's when I could have swore you said you had gestational diabetes with your first child. I did not. I had. Um, I had pneumonia. That Shane. might be what I was thinking of. Yeah, I had pneumonia with Shane. I got really, really sick, and he was squishing my lungs up, and I couldn't clear them very well. I bet that's what I was telling the two biggest mouths in the whole town about this. Yeah. So it turns out she's scared to marry Jackson because she doesn't want to give up the chance to have children. She doesn't want him to have to give up the chance to have children. Commendable. But Jackson is all in. They'll adopt. He seems like good people. Yeah, he said they'll buy 10 of them. Yeah, and eventually in the movie, they're like, they won't let me adopt because of my medical record. I don't think that's true. It might have been in the 80s. Maybe, but Jesus fucking Christ. This seems like a much worse decision. Pops has now enlisted the help of his two psychotic children to get rid of the birds. So they're like the, um, the comedy, the slapstick routine. Yeah, they're great. The glamour technicians are loading far too many Easter eggs in the car. Weezer shows up and says crazy shit. She just says crazy person shit. She says crazy stuff all the time. She's so, she's so funny. Mm-hmm. And she's very hostile towards Anelle, My whom two... she does not even know. Yeah. But she asked the questions that everyone else wanted to know mm-hmm. the answers to, but they didn't want to be rude. And she's she's like that. She'll just be blunt and straightforward and rude and i feel like that's me yeah she drops the pretense of niceness that southern people are known to put up and just like yo bitch where's your husband the answer is he apparently is a criminal that ran away with everything Mm -hmm. but shelby makes it all good and invites anel to her party yes 
which we're returning to. This man has a crossbow with fucking firecrackers attached to it, mm-hmm. and he is shooting it into the tree. It scared the shit out of everyone, but it worked. And it burst his eardrums. Yes. Rhett, Rhett got free. Rhett is Weezer's dog. Uh, Weezer crushed all the eggs, which there were far too many eggs in that trunk anyway. It yes. was never going to work. But she did get her face shit on by a bird for her trouble. <laughs> you ever been shit on by a bird? Um, when I was a child, yeah, I was feeding the birds off the front of the ferry instead of the back. You should not do that. You should feed the makes seagulls sense. only off the back. Yeah, that makes sense. The only time I remember, I never got shit on by a bird. The only time I really remember anyone getting shit on by a bird was me and my friend were going to Northumberland for um, Pie Nodder Days, which is like their street fair. Mm-hmm. And he was going to meet a girl and we were walking to my house to get to the car and a bird shit right on his shirt. On the way to meet a girl? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Poor guy. Really shitty situation. Oh, my God. Um, now it's time for the pinkest wedding with the most bridesmaids in history. Why'd they have to have bridesmaids? They're like all their cousins, but I don't understand why. I never really explained it. Because her mom said. There's also an opera singer. Mm-hmm. Also, for some reason, I don't know what that's about. But she did go through with it. I assume this movie was about the wedding. Really? Well, yeah. Because it's like the whole lead up to it. But they got that shit out of the way within the first 40 minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. Poor Anel is stealing bread because she's so poor. I know. Everything is free. She doesn't have to steal it. Like, she doesn't have to steal bread. She could eat, like, shrimp cocktail. She does get a cherry Coke, and the cherry Coke looks awesome. I knew you'd like that. My grandfather, my pap. You like the real cherry Coke, like it had actual yeah. cherry syrup and cherries in it. He used to take me to this place in town. I'm assuming he went there to, like bet on sports or something because he would always take me for these rides and like set me on something so like he'd take me there and get me a cherry coke it was called the tea shop i don't know what he was actually doing there because i would just sit at the counter and sip my cherry coke the fucking best cherry coke i've never tasted another cherry coke like it so would he just like go and talk to people mm-hmm. yeah he'd go hang out with them there were a couple times where he would take me to this pool hall it wasn't really even a pool hall. I don't know exactly what it was, but they had a couple arcade machines. And I'd sit up there and play the arcade machine. I forget which game it was. Oh, my God. It's right on the tip of my tongue. You're like a kid with a dinosaur. Anyway, it doesn't fucking matter. He would take me there, set me in front of the arcade machines, and I'd he'd be around him mm. and his friends around a table. It was never dangerous or anything like that. And I was spending time with my pap, so I thought I was the best. I'd get to play the pinball machine, shit like that. So the armadillo cake is just as grotesque as I hoped. Mm-hmm. It's gross. Weezer cuts the dad a piece of the cake, the entire ass. Mm-hmm. And he makes an amazing joke. Yeah, he says, nothing better than a good piece of ass. Mm-hmm. It's like, God damn it. Like He's always getting one up on Weezer. Weezer actually meets the cake lady, and she asks if she could make anything like mm-hmm. that. I thought that would be important. Nope. I thought Weezer was going to get like a cat or something and scare somebody. I think she was just trying to play it off because she was talking about how horrible the cake was. Yeah. Um, I thought she was going to have her make a cake that looks like something and then scare someone with it. My two favorite quotes in this movie were both Weezer. I love her. Yeah, we're going to talk about Weezer at the very end of this podcast. This movie does not feel like it takes place in the 80s, by the way. They explicitly say that, Mom, it's the 80s. Mm -hmm. This movie feels like it takes place in the 50s. Really? Yeah. This does not feel like the 80s. This feels like Leave it to Beaver type shit. Mm-hmm. Happy Days, which I think took place in 
took place in the 50s, but was filmed in the 80s. This had an 80s feel to it to me. I mean, even at like fucking soda jerks at the wedding. Maybe the 80s seems less long ago than it was to me. I don't know. But it feels more like 50s-ish to me. The car is covered in condoms, just like they told the boys not to do. Mm-hmm. Very classy. Party over. Annette runs into the soda jerk who offers a ride. She declines. She might be married after all. And then this confused me because they don't they don't even... They just skip straight to they Christmas. They do not mention it. It's fine to skip ahead to Christmas. Let a guy know you're doing it. Six <laughs> months later, eight months later, whatever. Just put that in there. Yeah. Right, words on the screen. Well, Some, that was how they showed you. Was They showed Christmas decorations everywhere. Like, you know she was having her wedding in the summer. When and, it, well, on Easter because of the Easter eggs. Right. Right. I know. Far be it from me to need it spelled out for me. It was just confusing. I was like, huh? Okay. Annette is turning into Truvy at this point. Annette. Her name's not Annette. Annelle. Annelle is turning into Truvy at this point. Mm -hmm. Truvy's kid has a girlfriend with tattoos. Yes, and the the best compliment she can give is that they're all spelled correctly. Which I've seen some misspelled tattoos, so Mm -hmm. she's on the right track. Mrs. Belcher bought that fucking radio station they were talking about. She It looks like she has a new man. Who's that fucking guy with her that you never see again? I don't know. Anyway, she's apparently just fucking around town. Things are going good. Except for Truvy. Spud can't get a job. He's like a big depressed blob. Mm-hmm. It's always the fun, happy ones. Hide in something. Yep. Hide in their pain. Weezer and Belcher are in the locker room surrounded by man-ass. A lot of man-ass in this movie. No boobs. This is a very PG movie. It got a PG rating. There's nothing controversial in it at all, except that. I'm kind of surprised. It's just one scene. I know, but I'm kind of surprised it didn't get a PG-13 because of all the asses. Yeah. Was, there was more man-ass in this movie than the man-ass in all the movies we watched. I think. <laughs> there was a lot of man-ass. And technically, it's, it's supposed to be teenage man-ass. So there was a lot of it. And Weezer curses on the air because she can't be stopped. She's a fucking terror. She's a menace. I love her. She's the only authentic human in this movie. Mm-hmm. And then we find out Shelby is pregnant. And I'm like, is this why I'm going to cry? Something's happening. I know something's happening around this fucking baby. I know it. Mom is not happy. But you have to at least pretend to be happy, right? You can't react like the mom reacted, I don't think. Well, she did. I know, but I mean, it's it's not a good look. Sally Field. No, it, it's not a good look, but um, you should know this more than anyone. Fuck that baby. She don't even know that baby. That's true. That's her baby that's that true. is putting her life in danger right now. The one she's loved for 20-some years. Like, that's her baby. Yeah. You're not wrong. I should have I should have come down forcefully on fuck that baby. Yeah. Given my track record. Exactly. When it comes to my own babies. Mm-hmm. You're fuck right. that baby. You don't even know that baby. I mean, I was happy that my son was born healthy. Right. But if he had killed me. Oh, my God. Fuck that baby. (laughs) No, I wouldn't blame him. I'm going to have to bleep his name out a million times. I would not have blamed him. But I don't like where this is going. It seems like Shelby has super diabetes, and I don't think she should. I don't think she should be having a baby, probably. They should buy one, like they said. Right. My grandmother was bought, and it worked out fine. Mm Mm-hmm. We bought one. It was fine. 
ish. Sammy the soda jerk helping Truvian and Anel set up the most hacky Christmas decorations ever. So Sammy and Anel are going to become a thing. Yeah, but Dolly Parton doesn't think anything's hacky. No, she thinks this is the best. It is pretty cool. She made wreaths out of little baby Jesuses, mm-hmm. which, all right. I don't believe in, G- in Jesus, Christianity. Well, I believe in Christianity. That's a thing. But I'm not like Christian or anything. I can get behind some wreaths made out of baby Jesuses. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I am not so insecure in my agnosticism slash atheism slash Satanism that I can't have a baby Jesus wreath. Baby Jesus wreaths. That's cool. That's cool to me. What if they're all white Jesus, though? They wouldn't be. Not a chance. <laughs> there might not even be a white Jesus. They might all be black On your Jesus. wreath? Yeah, on my wreath. Okay, good. Yeah, Black Lives Matter, so. Gotta get rid of those white Jesuses. There'd be... Because there's no fucking white Jesus is white. No, there'd be black Jesuses. There'd be um, Middle Eastern Jesuses, which is probably the most accurate one. There'd be, like, Asian Jesuses. No white Jesuses, though. Fat Jesuses. Skinny Jesuses. Jesus in wheelchairs. They're all babies. <laughs> the baby need a wheelchair for. Okay. <laughs> what is a stroller but a wheelchair for a baby? You're right. You're right. Here comes Weezer. Shelby trying to set up, set her up with some Owen guy. Uh, we find out Weezer has more money than God. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't realize she was rich because she does not fucking dress like it. What does God need money for? I don't know. But a lot of people seem to think he has a bunch of it. Okay. And she is a nice person. Mm-hmm. She's just been in a bad mood for 40 years. <laughs> I'm not crazy, Malin. I've just been in a very bad mood for 40 years. I yeah. feel that. This. I know I called Dolly Part my queen. Weezer is my queen. I aspire for that sort of longevity. And I am almost there. 37 years old. 38 for me, baby. Yeah. 38 years in a bad mood. Yeah. I'm, I'm I so feel close. It. I can taste it. Then we find out Shelby brought Owen to the party. He's a little old dude. Yep. Weezer makes fun of him for being short. He's nice as pie to her, though. She asked if he shrunk, and he yeah. said no. But you look the same. Mm-hmm. He loves her. He does. Yep. Like, I wish we could have huge parties like this, where, like, the town comes. Not this town. Us? W- you wish we, you and I, could mm-hmm. throw parties? Like- you don't even... What? Not this town. I don't want this town to come. But you don't like people. Mm, that's not true. I like people. I like the idea of not liking people. I feel like I like people. Then why do you never invite anyone over? Uh, Seems like a hassle, but I think I'd like it when they're here. You know what I mean? I I don't. It seems like a lot of work, but I think I'd like it when they're here, but I can't get past the part of doing the a lot of work. I would be doing the work. Not No, maybe not. You might be at work. I might have to do some of the work. (laughs) <laughs> I'll make you a list. Uh, so many lists. I get a list every day. He has to. I do need to. I'm not insulted You specifically by the list. asked me for mm-hmm. a list. I did ask for a list. I have this thing. It's called object permanence, where if I don't see something, I don't think it exists. It's not just that, because you can see that the house is messy. You just don't know what to do about it. Like, you could walk in and be like, dang. Why is the house so messy? But you couldn't walk in and be like, okay, so I need to pick all these shoes up. I need to put all the laundry away somewhere. I need to take all the dishes to the kitchen and then I need to wash those dishes. I need to wipe off the counter. Like you, you don't, you can't make the plan in your head to make mm-hmm. it clean. Correct. 
I my and I don't do this. I try very hard not to do this. The the easiest way for me to organize all this is walk in, look at the house, and say, "You guys need to clean this shit up." <laughs> they also don't know what to do to clean it. But they'll figure it out because they're under pressure now. <laughs> don't do that unless it's like absolutely their mess. Like if it's toys all over the place or like their bedding because they like to sleep downstairs like together. Mm-hmm. The weirdest thing, right? Most kids are like, the, I want they my have, own room. They all have bedrooms and their own beds and they would rather pile up on the living room floor and all summer long. Yeah. yeah, and sleep like with each other, not like with each other in the same spot, but all together. Mm-hmm. It's It's really bizarre. Most kids are like, I want my own room. I want my own room. They're like, we just want to be together. That's kind of cool, I think. I think so. I think they're awesome kids. Dad Drum, I think his name is. Drum announces the pregnancy. Um, the biddies are all there for Malin. Even Weezer. Mm-hmm. They do the hand stack thing. And then we skip forward again. Yep. And I was like, okay, I'm just used to this now. Yeah. We're at the baby's first birthday. Shelby did not die. Correct. They were trying to see if they could get you, though. They didn't yes, show her because they didn't the show her. Uh-huh. They didn't show her at the little cake fucking ceremony. Yeah. I mean, he was sitting in her lap, but they didn't show her face. Mm-hmm. So mom and daughter are off to get their hair cut together. Mm-hmm. Shelby, very weird about her very 80s short hair. This is when I'm like, okay, that's 80s. It, it doesn't look good. No. It, it looks bad. I'm glad she didn't have to die with that hair. She lived a little bit longer. Because that was bad hair. You want? Yeah. You don't want to be in your coffin with that hair. But she did that because she was going in to have a surgery. Yes. Apparently, uh, Anel is now an absolute Jesus freak. Mm-hmm. Which annoyingly so. Yes. Like I like her. Interrupting everyone's life with her praying. I liked her. I don't like her anymore. And she's way taller than everybody else too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's way in your face. Like is she a foot taller than everyone else? Mm-hmm. I did not realize she was that tall. Like, I've seen Daryl Hannah a million times. I never even considered she was fucking seven feet tall. (laughs) WNBA player. (laughs) Also, all gay men are named Mark, Rick, I'm a rich. (laughs) Close. (laughs) Or Steve. They also have track lighting. Weezer has track lighting. Her grandson, Steve, just had it installed. Yep. This movie's pretty fucking funny. It is. It's very funny. Like that's not that's not even like a like a brutal gay joke. Like no, it's even... like inside jokes. It's little tiny little snippets of hilarity. Yeah, I I like Weezer a lot. Yeah, she is my spirit animal. I'm not. I don't know if you're supposed to. Like I don't know if you're supposed to like Weezer. Yeah, but you have a Weezer in your life, so I am well, your I, favorite. I feel like I also am a Weezer. Like, you kind of are. You you. It's in there. You just mm-hmm. don't do it as openly as i do you hide behind the podcast when you do it or twitter yes i'm a bit of a weezer and i'm a bit of a what's her fucking name dolly parton's character can't think of her fucking name i've just been calling her dolly parton what is her name truvy yeah this is also when we find out shelby is on dialysis because of the baby Mm -hmm. she needs a kidney and boy, I know people on dialysis now. Dialysis must have really fucking sucked in the 80s because her arm looked real bad. Yeah. It looked like there was an alien underneath it. They didn't have the ports that they leave in your body like they do now. Yeah. So they had to, like, put the needle in you every other day. It looked horrible. 
And they're not tiny little needles. They're big ass <sighs> needles, and they had to do it over and over and over again. Like so. They were sticking fucking ho- garden hoses up there. But her mom's going to provide it. Fuck, because now I'm worried her mom's going to die instead of her. Mm hmm. Like she didn't want. You this. knew someone was gonna die. You just didn't know who, yeah. when, what, why. She didn't. She didn't want this, and now she's gonna give her life for it. I'm like, God damn it. But okay, I can accept that. Anel is horrible. This is horrible. Her yeah. poor fucking boyfriend. She's dumping his goddamn beer out. Mm-hmm. He says, "God damn," she loses her mind. He says, "Christ," she loses her mind. That was alcohol abuse. Yeah. Pouring it out like that. Yeah. But at least everyone else, like the family that is going in for the organ donation is having a great time. They're playing cards and making organ transplant jokes, mm-hmm. which I bet they'll feel bad about soon enough. Truvy, that's, I think I would be like the dad was. I'd be like, don't, don't do this right now. Even though I'm usually like there for a good off color joke. Like if it was you and Avery, I would be so fucking miserable and scared and yeah. on edge. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to deal with any jokes. Uh uh-uh. uh None. So Truvy takes Anel to her church for some reason. I'm hoping like it's a reasonable church as opposed to whatever cult Anel's actually in. Nothing really happens there, though. I think... Um, yeah, you just see that Weezer's still into that dude. Yeah, and Weezer shows up. Mm-hmm. Now we're at the transplant office. I guess that's also called a hospital. <laughs> transplant office. What the Why fuck would is you that? say that? What the fuck is a transplant office? So now we're at the hospital. <laughs> Trans, what the? Why would I write something so fucking stupid? <laughs> you wanna, you wanna know how dated this movie is? Weezer is smoking in the hospital. Yeah, she is rocking a fucking cigarette in the hospital. I wonder how long after my mom gave birth to me in the hospital it was before she had a fucking cigarette in that room. Never know. Same with my mom. Yeah, I wonder. I bet you they... They were smoking in the room. I bet they cut my mom open. She's like... (laughs) (sighs) Ready. With the oxygen in there Mm -hmm. and everything. Because she had a C-section, so... Yep. I'm assuming they were stitching her up. She's fucking smoking like a a goddamn 1930s mobster getting stitched up by some fucking veterinarian. Oh, my God. (laughs) Apparently, it was a a success, though. It seems like it. Mm Mm-hmm. They were pretty happy about it. Yep, said it looked, everything looked great. Also, it's Halloween now. Annette is also getting married. Annel. Annel. Why does it... I think it's probably just autocorrecting because that's not a real fucking name. And mm-hmm. Annette is. Mm-hmm. Annel is getting married. They're throwing her a party and all the biddies are there. Weezer buys her some sexy sexy lingerie. Mm-hmm. She doesn't. She doesn't know how she feels about it. She said she could read the... She didn't think he would mind her reading the Bible as long as... What, what was the word she said? As long as there was some... Yeah, I don't remember. It don't was remember. something like... Not distraction, but in that vein. Mm-hmm. Shelby's at work. She's a bit woozy. Shelby should not be working after the kidney transplant. You don't think? They're rich. That's true. She but should... she, she didn't... She wasn't doing it for the money. She liked taking care of the babies yeah she has a baby to take care of that's true um she should not have been working i'm not gonna say that led to whatever infection she got but it was rejection not infection no they said um she ended up with a nervous system infection 
Because of the rejection. Yeah. I don't think she should have been putting her body under any more stress than it needed to be under. Biddies are, biddies are at the salon. Weezer. Kind of pleasant. That's my favorite line. <laughs> I am pleasant, damn it. I saw Drummer eating the Nat the Piggly Wiggly this morning and I smiled at the son of a bitch before I could help myself. <laughs> it's my favorite quote of the whole movie. I am pleasant, damn it. I had to um, prove to my boss, who is also a child, he's 23, that Piggly Wiggly is a real grocery chain. It is. He did not believe me. I used to go to Piggly Wiggly all the time when I was little. I think I went to the Piggly Wiggly once in North Carolina. I mean, I mostly went to Food Lion, but mm-hmm. we would go to Piggly Wiggly on the way to the beach house every other weekend. That's where we would go. Yeah, any anytime we've been to North Carolina, we've generally gone to Food Lion. Also, look up the Food Lion Chinese restaurant conspiracy theory. It's a thing. Shelby is struggling. The baby is crying on the floor. Jackson finds her. She is in a seemingly irreversible coma. And mom won't leave her side. Mm-hmm. I do not like this. You can see where this is going now. Lots of reading. Doing the Jane Fonda workout. But they have to take her off life support. And she's dead. Mom was right. That sucks. I did not cry. Nope, not yet. I would have been quite all right with a happy ending to this movie. Like, it would have been still a good movie. There was a happy ending. No. There's always this dark cloud over that. Graveside, of course. Mama won't leave. Biddies are all there for her. We get a big emotional speech, and it brought a single solitary tear before Weezer was offered up for a slapping. Which was amazing. Yes. That's a very fucking funny scene. So, do you know why it's the graveyard scene? I think they did it on purpose. The graveyard scene is the scene that makes you cry? Yeah. Because we were talking to your best friend, and she said it's always the graveyard scene, yep, too. It's always the graveyard You didn't cry scene. during the death scene, either. Did you? I looked over. I didn't see you crying while she was dying. No. You cried a little bit during the graveyard scene. Right. I, I just teared up. I didn't right. have anything spill out of my eyes like you did. Yes. Yeah. Fl- fucking veritable tsunami of tears. AKA one. It was a big one, but it was only one. So the hospital stuff is too slow and it drags on too long. Mm-hmm. You never get that. You needed the big emotional you yelling ne- and burst. You, you never get it at the hospital. Yeah. It never seems like, obviously, um, Malin is upset and sad and she's doing the mom thing and everything. Mm-hmm. And but she you wants never, to get to that grandbaby. You never get that release. And you think you're past it then, right? Because you see this is happening. You know this is happening. You know this woman's going to die. You're waiting for it and waiting for it and waiting for it. And it doesn't happen. You don't cry when she dies. So you're like, oh, I made it through that. You expect them to just leave the cemetery. Like, come over, hug her, and say, hey, let's go. Something like that. Mm -hmm. They prime the pump with that hospital scene. But that's not super relatable because most people don't, most people aren't at someone's bedside when they die. Right. Even fewer people pull them off life support. Hard to relate to. Extremely easy to relate to the fear and rage and confusion, but also the weird happiness because you're remembering this person at the cemetery because most people have been through a funeral. 
and you get all those emotions and that's what does it. Mm -hmm. You were already primed to start crying because of the hospital, but then you let your guard down because you didn't. And then they fucking stick it right in your chest at the cemetery Mm -hmm. because it is unbelievable acting from sally field yeah she was she was so good fucking out of control out of this world that's why she is and the line of her saying she was there when she brought her into the world and Mm -hmm. then she was there when she was left and that it was the most beautiful moment of her life like that was the part (sighs) yeah that's her baby so i think it's masterful because as as the hospital scene was going on, I'm like, this is going on too long. They're not giving me any real gut punch of emotion. I'm not going to cry. Mm-hmm. And then it was over. And I'm like, well, fuck. Made it. Mission accomplished. I wasn't even looking at you. I was not even checking. You're not going to cry at the hospital scene. That's not but when you But then cry. the graveyard scene is where they fucking just rip your heart out. Mm-hmm. So that's that's masterful. Sally Field is fucking amazing. And then offering up Weezer for it to hit her. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's yes. perfect. It brings you right back to laughing through your tears. Yes. Yes. So, Annelle is pregnant with a Shelby. Truvy's husband um, was working on an oil rig, and he bought her a proper salon mm-hmm. with his earnings. So, things are good between them. Mm-hmm. Weezer has gone ahead and made it official with Owen. Drum is still talking shit to Weezer. Clary still talking shit. She told Jack Jr. that Weezer is a witch. Mm-hmm. So Weezer does finally get slapped. She does. By a toddler. By a toddler. It was great. And Anel goes into labor. We're played off with Sammy on the back of a motorcycle, dressed as the Easter Bunny by Lewis, a delinquent with a colored mohawk. Also, um, Dolly Parton's kid in the movie. Mm-hmm. And that was Steel Magnolias. Men are supposed to be made of steel, and women are supposed to be delicate flowers. In reality, those flowers are made out of steel. Yep. Did you like it? Yeah, I liked it. It was a good movie. Uh, Steel Magnolias has a 68% critic score and an 89% audience score. I don't even know what would be objectionable to critics. I don't know. Like, that's not a bad critic score, but I would have thought it would have been higher. There's nothing bad in this movie at all. I could have, like I said, I could have done with Julia Roberts not dying. I probably would have done better with Sally Field dying or something. Uh, But that's what makes the movie touching, I guess. The movie made $96.8 million on a budget of $15 million. So it was a big success. Julia Roberts won a Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actress. Okay. Mm -hmm. She was the up and coming name when this movie came out. So I get it. I would have given it to Shirley MacLaine, though. For Weezer? Well, yeah. She stole this fucking movie. She did. She Every amazing. scene she was in was awesome. The movie was an hour and 58 minutes long, but it didn't feel like it. It didn't feel like a long movie. Nothing no. was dragged out. And I think the skipping ahead all the time keeps the it keeps it moving well. Yeah. So it never feels like anything's dragging It didn't on. feel too long. Mm-mm. But I didn't know if it was just because I've seen it so many times. Mm-mm. Like I said, the most controversial things in this were those inflated condoms and all the man-ass. So I'm not really surprised it was PG. So how many of my movies do you have to rate then? I'll rate all, any of them. I know, the but I'm saying how many this year. There was P.S. I Love You and Steel Magnolias. Is that it? Well, we did a whole fucking 
batchier horror movies. Right? I know, but that we said those weren't going to count. Yeah, so that's probably it. Oh, okay. Well, then which one did you like more? PSA this one. Oh, wait, no, no. That was The Notebook, too. Oh, uh, this one still. What do I have? I'm them? sorry. There was... I'm sure I have P.S. I Love You, then The Notebook. P. I hadn't written them down. That's why I was sitting here looking. So okay, well, I can... P.S. I Love You, The Notebook, and Steel Magnolias. So... Yeah. If, if I'm thinking about it now, it's this, P.S. I Love You, and then The Notebook. Because notebook wasn't down. fucking funny. What? It, you didn't think there was any funny parts in the notebook? Yeah, but like these, those two movies, P.S. I Love You and this were funnier. Okay. More funny, ill. <laughs> there was a remake of Steel Magnolias in 2012, but I have no idea if it's good or not. I don't either. Malin is played by Queen Latifah. Clarie is played by... Felicia Rashad, a.k.a. Mrs. Huxtable from The Cosby Show. Mm-mm. Yeah, no clue if it's good or not. But yes, I liked it. Gave it a 4 out of 5 on Letterboxd, which is about as good as a rom-com can do. Rude. Do you have anything else you'd like to add? No. I'm just going to save all your thoughts for the next podcast we have to... I don't have any thoughts. Record in a day. Okay. Why are you looking at me like that? You're going to kill me. Please don't. <laughs> Still have another freaking podcast to record. <laughs> Say goodbye, Carolyn. Goodbye, Carolyn.